Welcome. You're listening to the Young Changemakers podcast. In these episodes, your co-hosts, Sarah, George, and Anastasia, will be talking to passionate young individuals from around the world to explore how they are making lasting impact in their local communities. So cozy up, listen in, because inspiring stories are waiting to be heard and power lies within youth. So hello everyone and thanks for joining us um, on our third season of the Young Changemakers podcast. Um, today I'm going to have a call with um, Sara and we're going to discuss a bit more about the, the guests we've had for this season. Um, however, I'd just like to say um, thanks for keeping patient and um, we apologise for, for the, um, the delay in, in um, releasing our third season. But, um, I think we were all caught up a bit in the in the global pandemic, but um, we're all ready to go, and we hope you're um, as eager as we are to um, to tune in and um, share the amazing amazing stories of some of the young young change makers that are out there doing incredible stuff and um, really, you know, working passionately on projects that that um, mean a lot to them. Um, so today I'm joined by Sara, who is um, uh, co-host of the Young Changemakers podcast and if you tuned in to our last season we had a conversation with her as uh, a guest on one of our episodes but um, today we're just going to talk a bit more about um, our conversations that we've had with um, some of the upcoming um, guests for season three. So far um, first of all how has um, your episodes gone and um How's it been being a new host of the Young Changemakers podcast? Hi, George, and hi, everyone. I'm very, very excited. Uh, firstly, because this is the first season that we're going to have episodes in Spanish. And I feel like that's something uh, that I feel very proud of. Uh, very, very exciting to be uh, giving people uh, in- information and content in their own language. So that's really cool. Uh, and I and I have really enjoyed this space. I feel like every conversation has been eye opening, and we we had a, a short conversation before we started recording, uh, talking about how we were very inspired by the conversations. So I think I think this particular season was very exciting, and 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 I'm so so happy and and I can't wait for everyone to listen to all the 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 episodes how how have you been feeling about this season and the guests that you've interviewed uh look I've had such a diverse range of guests again and um mm. you know it's it honed in like during such a difficult year as well like mm. I'm based in Australia but a lot of what we're seeing the issues they it reminds me that like um you know, that our issues are global, but um, we need to, you know, act locally, but also have that global mindset. So when mm. I speak to some of these guests, um, I've spoken to Niall from um, Kakuma Refugee Camp, um, another friend of mine from um, Kenya working on food security, and then um, a fellow Aussie here, Darcy, is doing um, social enterprise in Australia. I mean, they're all um, tackling their own, um, doing their own projects on issues that are important to them. But they've got a, 
a broader vision of, you know, whether they're trying to target the sustainable development goals. So that's been really good for me, um, is keeping connected during a, a pandemic with people from all over the world. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think uh, touching on something that you said uh, earlier, it is so easy to think about, I mean, the, uh, the, the issues that we're going through, the things that have been happening locally, but sometimes we miss on that global perspective on how things are connected and not only, well, things, but issues are connected. And, and through this year, we've seen how connected we are uh, because of the pandemic, really. But, but I feel like that has been such a learning I also had very diverse group of, of people, even though they are all located in Latin America, uh, well, located or from Latin America, because I have one guest, uh, Guillermo, who is currently in the US, uh, but they all have that, um, yeah, that Latin American upbringing, uh, but from such different perspectives. So, so yeah, I just wanted to, to comment on that, uh, that thing that you said about connectivity and, and, and thinking globally, and, but acting locally. Mm. So, um, Sarah, what was some of your most um, enjoyable conversations and would you mind going into giving um, everyone out there a bit of a snippet into, into what those um, episodes will be like and who you chatted with? I think I think that would be a little hard to 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 pick on favorites because they were all so great. Uh, so as I mentioned before, I talked to Guillermo Herrera. He is um, he's a scientist, uh, an engineer, and is working in the health and technology sector. Uh, super fun guy, super smart, uh, really easy to talk to. Uh, I also talked to uh, Laura Sarta from Colombia, from Bogota. She mixes uh, the sort of the awareness on climate change and sustainability with art, which I found so, and talking okay. again about connections and how things are connected. And it was a really amazing opportunity. She, she, she works a lot on educating people about uh, sustainability and of course, of course, climate change and so on. Uh, uh, so, so I really got to learn a lot about about yeah, about that and her 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 work. I also talked. I'm sorry, I am currently in Mexico City, and this sort of things happen, <laughs> and ambulances <laughs> come up. <laughs> uh, also, something that I realized is that as people are as more people are working from home, there's a lot of more noises and things going on. So we'll have to just work through them. Um, I also interviewed, uh, and that, that is something that I think that was very fun. I talked to David. Um, David is from um, Paraguay and he works on, on, on sort of transparency, but in, in, the, in the eyes of let's tackle corruption, right? And he talked about the story of GCM as well, because he was from, he, he went to a summit, I think it was in 2009, I have to be, to make sure that is right. But, uh, mm -hmm. but he was, he, and also Laura, they're from younger generations or lower the older generations. I don't know how to put it, but uh, from different generations that have been still been in contact and they sort of talk about this connectivity. And also from a younger generation, from a most recent one, uh, I talked to Maria and she has a really amazing project of, 
taking STEM um, to women and to girls, which I thought it was really incredible um, as mm. well. So yeah, it was it was a very diverse group. Uh, I don't know if you if you want to to talk also about a little bit about each of the interviews that you did. Yes, sure. I've done. I can go into a bit more. The both all sound really exciting, and I'm just um, disappointed that my Spanish because they've all been recorded in Spanish. <laughs> so I did start learning Spanish a couple of years ago, but it's uh, it's not up to scratch to be able to understand. That's a, that's a good but, um, reason to practice and to learn more. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, yeah, I've had some really great um, conversations as well. Um, the first one I did was with um, Darcy, um, who's a fellow Australian based in Sydney. And Darcy runs Cure Coffee, which is a social enterprise, and they source coffee from... Uh, from the Mount Elgon region in Uganda. And what's really cool about Darcy's story is that, you know, he went over to Uganda in like a, um, as a part of a university field trip. Um, and he identified a problem there on the ground was that the smallholder farmers weren't being, um, you know, looked after as well as they should have. And they weren't mm. receiving, um, you know, sustainable prices for their, for their um, coffee. So um, he he really got together with some of his um, his um, fellow students, and they identified that there's a market, there's a potential market to sell that coffee mm -hmm. um, to to conscious consumers in Sydney, because here in Australia we're absolutely coffee fiends, and we we really drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> um, so yeah, identified an opportunity to to use coffee as a means of um, creating a more sustainable impact. For those smallholder farmers mm -hmm. uh, in Mount Elgon, and Pure's really um, um, gone from leaps and bounds to becoming quite a really well-known um, social enterprise here in mm -hmm. Australia. And Darcy um, also mentioned he talked a fair bit about um, the sort of character and mindset and resilience he's developed after going on this mm -hmm. uh, journey of entrepreneurship because it hasn't been linear. And he's faced a lot of different challenges and it's, it's been at times where he really just um, was exhausted by um, the lack of progress but um, he's really pushed through those challenges and now he's got a strong community there in Sydney and across Australia who really um, believe in what he's doing and um, are supporting him so that was really um, yeah a few really good lessons taken from that conversation um, and the next the last um, call I had was with um, Niall Deng, who's a um, South Sudanese and um, Ethiopian-born refugee who's living in Takuma refugee camp in Kenya. And Niall's got a very, um, you know, he's had lived experiences being exposed to violence and armed conflict um, at a young age, and he fled Ethiopia um, at the age of 11. And he went through a, a very difficult journey over two weeks um, walking through a forest and trekking through remote country to get down to a refugee camp which he had no idea wh where it was and at a young age he was very um, distressed so he's taking those lived experiences and really pushing towards you know um, helping young people 
in Kakuma to access education and develop, you know, more inclusive and secure, um, sustainable communities. Um, and he's just a really genuine guy and um, really determined to create local solutions to some of the global problems um, that we're facing. So I think that was a really, um, really engaging conversation and I encourage everyone to look out for that one. Mm -hmm. Another cool project he's a part of is um, this thing called Sky School. I think they're based in, um, it's a UK charity, but they organise um, online education um, for refugees. So he's helped um, refugees access education um, through the Sky School there in Kakuma. Um, yeah, he's just super um, empowering and inspiring um, and he's done a lot of great work with um, with youth in um, Takuma. So I won't give any way any more information away on that. <laughs> but definitely look out for that that conversation. And then finally, I had a, a, a good um, chat with a friend of mine who I worked with on um, our farm in in Kenya. And um, Felissa, she's um, a really driven and young. Uh, energetic woman, passionate about um, sustainable agriculture and farming, and she's mm. really brought in her, her personal belief that, you know, in order to create more resilient and sustainable food systems, it really it starts at dealing with youth, um, educating young people, and getting them to understand the importance of, you know, good food stuff as healthy soils and um, healthy soils, you know, can transition into better nutrition and, you know, ultimately better livelihoods for people who don't have access to adequate food and nutrition. Um, and what, going back to the, the sense of community that the global change makers build is that um, I've managed to connect her with um, Maureen Museka, who was a, I forget what year she, she participated. Do you remember? I think it was 2008. 18 or 17? Yeah, so she's a, um, a strong um, advocate for, um, for nutrition, nutrition. And mm. in, in Nairobi there. And she works, her, her initiative is called Twelu Viema, which translates to Let's Eat Right. Um, she does nutrition workshops. Um, and she, she uh, was also a, a guest here in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed her, but I've been able to connect um, both Maureen and and Felissa now. So on on the farm in Kenya, um, they're um, uh, working together to do you know host workshops for youth in um, in sustainable and regenerative farming practices, whilst also hosting nutrition workshops. So it's really you know closing the loop from um, Mm. you know from, the, from production to consumption um so yeah all been really good conversations and um, diversity i've really enjoyed it and um just looking forward to doing more and more <laughs> I, I i think i'm looking forward to listen to the three of of those conversations because well i know uh well i know niall uh not in person unfortunately but i've talked to him and i've 
seen uh, what he's done and the impact that he's had. But I'm, I'm looking forward to get to know a little bit more about the story that you were telling. And Darcy, I knew personally with you at the 2019 summit. And I have to, to tell everyone that they, well, George and Darcy have such a, a great connection and they're actual friends. So I think that, that that should be really, really exciting to just listen to a conversation between friends. And I'm also super excited to, to, to learn more about uh, sustainable farming and, and that connection with, uh, with Maureen also. I think that's the GCM magic, isn't it? I'm, I'm super excited. Mm. And I know that you're planning to have in the next few days a conversation with one of my close friends from GCM. Uh, Simon Straker, uh, he is a photographer, a filmographer, and a real lover of nature. Uh, I was telling George how much of an outdoorsy person he is, and, and he's so talented at making documentaries, and he works a lot of with, with young people. Uh, and he has, well, I'm not going to do a lot of spoilers so that you can talk to him and, and have a nice conversation, but I think that is also someone that I think it would be really nice to listen to. And um, yeah, I think I think this season has a lot of new things, a lot of new faces. Well, I'm a new face at the podcast. Uh, we also right. have a new music and hopefully uh, you can learn more about Rafi, another change maker from 2016. Uh, he made our music uh, just for us. He's really talented artist as well and super yeah. cool guy. Uh, that I'm very much looking forward that uh, to talk to him and, and and that everyone gets to know his him and his music a lot better. Um, is there is there something else you want to discuss about this uh, season? Is there anything that you are uh, looking forward the most about it? Um, yeah, I think we've carried through such good energy from the last two seasons. Mm. Um, and I think personally, you know, during the lockdown and this sort of stuff, um, people can kind of get stuck in a rut. So I've really, yeah. really enjoyed being able to get on a call um, with people um, on the other side of the world doing <laughs> various projects. And it really is such an enjoyable time for me and I hope as well for the listeners to be able to take yourself out of your own world just for you know, an hour of the day and put yourself into the shoes of someone else. Um, and I just love podcasts because, yeah, just listening to people's voices and, and their, their, mm. their stories um, and, and you can start to empathise and understand, you know, the challenges and, and the successes they're having and maybe in some way or another you can put it into your own day-to-day. -day. So I really um, do think there's great value in, in, in sharing stories and um communicating with people from all different walks of life because that's that's really how we um learn more about ourselves i think is is understanding others in a way but um yeah that's about it for me um yeah and what, I think, what, what, what are you looking forward to Sarah? sorry before i say that um I'm, I'm, i'm just gonna mention that sometimes you think that by knowing people that are, seem very different from you Like, I don't know if you think about Niall living in Kakuma, that is like, at least it's halfway through the world for me, very far. It seems like a really different experience. 
Um, but as you get to know people from different backgrounds, uh, different walks of life, as you put it, I think you get to know yourself better, but you also understand that those differences become similarities in a way. So you get to know a person and you find out not how you're different. Of course, you compare yourself and you say, okay, we're different, this or that. But you realize that you have so much in common. And I think that is something that uh, Global Change Makers, for me personally, has felt, felt has, has helped me realize is that even though we are very different or we seem very different, at the end of the day, we're super similar in a lot of things, don't you think? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, not, not far from that. Yeah, we're all come down to um, have similar, um, actually, um, perspectives at the end of the day. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think about... I don't know. Uh, also, Guillermo is a scientist. I, uh, he's really good at math and in in those exact sciences. And I'm nothing uh, <laughs> on those. Uh, I'm not as good as he is. Or Maria, mm. who is also really good at those things and wants to create a space where women and, and young people can feel comfortable with numbers and math and sciences in general. Um, and I think, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to talk to them. They might seem, I don't know, it, it might sound weird. And I try to prepare myself for those talks. But at the end of the day, we're all, I want to say young and I want to say eager. And we, all, we are all change makers and we're all doing something so that we can make our worlds a better place, uh, a world that is more sustainable, fair, inclusive, right? So I think mm. what I'm... I don't know, I'm just looking forward to everyone listening in and letting us know how they connected with the guests, how, um, yeah, how they thought they were similar and how they, um, I don't know, saw themselves in the guests that, that, that we're bringing because we're not only talking to highly successful people and I think that goes back to something that Darcy mentioned about, or, or you mentioned about Darcy, uh, the way that the process is not linear and that you sometimes struggle. I also uh, asked that question to all my guests saying um, that these, like the success you've had uh, might uh, make people think that it is easy and that it's linear and you just go through these steps towards one goal and it's all done, that you struggle, that you go through different things. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that um, I just want I just want people to listen in uh, to just hear about stories that might make you feel like you belong, like you're similar to another person in the other side of the world. Certainly, and um, I think it's a good opportunity now. Like if you're, um, you do come across a, a guest, and maybe they're working on a project similar to you, or you would like mm. to do something what they're doing definitely reach out to them and have conversations with and yeah. try and access our community because it's, we're all open-minded and and resourceful and um, mm. that's what the global change makers community is about so um, definitely yeah and, and if um, not you can reach out to us uh, you already have our information and you can send us an email asking us to connect to one of our one of our guests and we can definitely set it up for you mm-hmm all right terrific sarah um well i'm really looking forward to launching um season three of the young change makers 
podcast. And um, yeah, thank everyone for tuning in again this season. And um, we look forward to sharing more and more engaging and inspiring conversations throughout the year. Definitely hope to listen to you guys soon. <laughs>
and fun and then you made this right. great music that we'll probably play again at the end of the episode um how did you mm-hmm. like what's your creative process like whenever you get someone like when someone tells you hey like this is what i want this is mm. what would work and then you go on and yeah. create it yeah actually i have more experience doing actual artist work so creating songs and doing jingles is kind of a new thing for me so when i was approached i was like yeah i asked for kind of notes on how to how to create the song and at first like sarah gave me quite some different genres of like there's one guitar this is just it was just nice podcast <laughs> intros but one of them was really folky acoustic and one was really was more hip-hop and so i wasn't really sure where i was going with it and then when I got a brief, I think it was from you or from someone else who just said, we want a brief. Yeah, we want so- someone like, we want something that would inspire people to take action. That's when it really hit me. I was like, okay, then we could do something more dancey. We could do something more upbeat, definitely, instead of the hip hop or folky things that I was hearing from the other examples that I was given. And in the beginning, um, because I feel like I was, you kind of have to try to see what you come up with. That's music, basically. You can't, it's not like mathematical, rational, where you know one plus one is two kind of thing. So I actually made one first, which was more funky. And uh, maybe, maybe you can even play that one at some yeah. point. That would be funny to see like the first version. Maybe we can even play it now. Yeah, sure. And I was like, that's, that's a fun one, but I didn't feel like it was it. Yeah. And, um, and what's funny is that then after that, maybe that was the next day I sat down and I thought, let me try another one. And, you know, that's kind of what you have to do. I feel like with music and with many creative works, you have to sit down and see what comes. And this time the vibe was just there. I, I feel like I lit the fire with the first track and then, kind of the the yeah I, I could just go on that momentum and build upon it and then when I put some chords down I was like okay this is it <laughs> and that was it like it was like dun 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 yeah. something like that and um that's that was cool because then I, I realized okay this one is it and it's funny because sometimes the first one could have worked and I was like I was doubtful, but with this one, I was like, yeah, this is it. And I feel like it's interesting that sometimes you just have the gut feeling of like, okay, this is it. And um, it was cool when, when I got the, the email back when they're saying like, yeah, we we agree that one was it. It was cool. It's it's cool when other people agree with your gut feeling, you know? Yeah. 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 Like you're vibing on like a new same wavelength. It's like, yep get each other we know it yeah. honestly it's a great beat like as soon as we heard it we knew it was the one i think the old one yeah. that we had used actually for the background the beginning it's like some stock mm-hmm. music one so it's yeah, great exactly. i think like the really yeah. great thing about this is that it's come from the yeah. gcm community that you've actually yeah, been alumni definitely. of global change makers yeah. now you're contributing back to the podcast and mm. honestly it's awesome to to know okay this isn't some random stock music like this is actually something that has been made in collaboration yeah. with us and the team and yeah exactly because music is energy i think yeah. in the end and you can tell when when the energy is uh 
yeah, when it's made for something or when it, maybe when it's made more for multiple uses, when it's more stock sounding. And with this as well, like, I feel like sound branding, sound is also branding. And I think it's important that, um, you know, we represent global change makers in the best way possible in terms of looks and feel, but also in sound. And so, yeah, I was happy to help with that part of it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Now you'll Mm -hmm. have however many listeners, I think it's like a couple thousand Mm -hmm. listeners listening to it, Mm -hmm. hearing at the beginning of every episode for this season. If any one of our listeners do want to get in touch with you um, for production, for audio production, creative, Mm -hmm. you know, advice, how can they do that, Rafi? Yeah, so basically because I do multiple things in audio now, I can help with uh, podcast edits with jingles with full song productions and if anyone wants to reach out i'd be happy to yeah i'm happy to talk about projects with anyone and um, i can be reached at rafyj.com r-a-p-h-y-j.com also on instagram at rafyj um and yeah i'm just really happy to help it was a lot of fun to do it no worries sounds good we'll put all of those websites and instagram links in the show notes of this podcast probably below um so everyone can be able to check it out but thank you so much Rafi, for your time we really appreciate it thank you for having me thank you hey thank you so much for listening to this episode Remember to help us create a greater impact by sharing this and encouraging everyone on your social media to take a listen. If you want to reach out, you can contact the hosts via podcast at global-changemakers.net or feel free to message us on Instagram at globalchangemakers and Twitter at wearegcm. We'll be very happy to talk to you and answer any questions. Remember to follow us and subscribe to this podcast. See you in the next episode. Take care.